You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's health, adult nurse practitioner, and hormone specialist. I'm a daughter, wife, mama, and nana of two, and I'm the founder of the Well Woman Network, an online women's health educational portal. We help high-achieving businesswomen up-level their business and life by teaching them how to be their number one self-care advocates to providing impactful and valuable women's wellness content and coaching programs so that they can feel empowered and informed when making health decisions for their own bodies, thus showing them how their health is their biggest ROI for their business and life in a non-judgmental, not too sciencey way. All right, ladies, so today I have a very special treat for you. I got the pleasure to sit down and interview one of my good friends and one of my business besties and accountability partners, Stephanie Thomas. She is from Stephanie Thomas Fitness. So let me tell you a little bit about Steph. Steph is a certified personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. She lives in Annapolis, Maryland. As the founder of Stephanie Thomas Fitness and creator of the Bridal Body Workout Guide, she helps brides develop healthy habits and a well-rounded workout routine they're obsessed with and love to do. Her fitness philosophy is you don't have to work out, you get to work out. Take care of your body so it can take care of you. Now that is some of my own philosophy and a woman after my own heart. When she's not creating workouts for her clients, you can find Stephanie reading the latest health book, spending time in nature, or taking a walk with her two Cavalier pups. You can grab her free bridal arms mini guide and sign up for the free weekly wellness newsletter, The Sunday Sweat, at her website, stephaniethomasfitness.com. So let's dive into the episode because ladies, we explore a couple things today. We talk about how do you increase metabolism? Then we talk about are there different exercises one should do to lose belly fat? Now this is a big one. I've been asked this by a lot of my clients. Then we move into how often should you change up your workout routine? We go in and we start talking about what time of day is better to exercise at? What's the number one thing when it comes to fitness that she sees most women struggle with? And lastly, we round out with does what you eat really matter if you are exercising regularly? You'll be surprised at some of the answers that she gave because I was definitely surprised at some of them. Working out ladies doesn't have to be grueling and this audacious thing that we hate to do. It can be something that is fun. And like Steph talks about in the interview, it's something that you just have to do. You have to make it a habit. And you know, I'm always talking to you about making things habits and putting them in your schedule so they get done. So with no further ado, let's open up our hearts and please, while you're in your car or listening to us while you're walking or whatever you're doing, give a little high five to Steph and pass some love her way. Go follow her on Instagram at Stephanie Thomas Fitness. Follow her on her group at, oh yeah, her group is called Sweating for the Wedding on Facebook too. So go show her some love ladies and dive into this episode with me and tell me if you like it or not. Send me messages over on Instagram or over on Well Woman Network 360 on our Facebook group and send Steph some love too. Take a picture of this episode, put it in your stories, tag Steph, tag me, and we'll be sure to replay it and re-tag you in our stories. All right, ladies, with no further ado, let's dive on into the episode. All right, ladies, so we are back for another episode and I'm so honored and pleased because I have a very special guest today. Not only is she a dear friend, but she's also one of my business accountability partners, and she is a fabulous personal trainer, and her name is Stephanie Thomas, and she is the owner of Stephanie Thomas Fitness. So today, we are going to be diving into and talking about all things fitness and fitness through the ages. 
So we've got some great questions that people asked and we're going to be asking them to Stephanie and we're just gonna be sitting back and casually having a combo and listening to what she has to say. So welcome Steph to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. I feel very blessed to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. I am so excited to be here. Cool, good, all right. So yes, so we've been business buddies, everybody, for about two and a half years now, right? Yeah? I think so. Yeah, so it's been going great. Her business is fabulous. She's a wonderful trainer and um, she has niched down into the bridal fitness um, category. But even though she's niched down, she still knows so much about fitness that I wanted to bring her on here because I get asked so many questions every single day, you know, of my personal clients, my coaching clients and everybody else all kinds of questions about fitness and I'm not a personal trainer, you know, and I don't have all the answers. So I thought I'd bring you on to answer some of these questions that I get asked all the time. So the first one is, I can honestly say that everybody always asks, and probably, I probably even want to know this too. Even my daughter wants to know is, you know, how does one increase their metabolism? I mean, is there any special things that you can do? And I think women ask this more as they're getting older and they blame it all on their thyroid, but I have a feeling that you're going to tell us that we can do something different. Yeah. So I've a lot as well. And the best things to do are the best habits that you would normally do to live a healthy lifestyle. So that would include eating more protein, drinking water, lifting weights, walking outside, those basic healthy living habits that we all want to adapt and do more of. That, that will all help increase your metabolism naturally. Oh, cool. Okay. So it's not like we have to go out and do anything really special. We can kind of just incorporate and just maybe beef up some of the things, the healthy things that we're already doing. Exactly. Like things like focusing on eating balanced meals, um, drinking water, like getting a good night's sleep, all of the important things that we want to be doing anyway, that will also help our metabolism. Cool. Cool. So that's pretty easy. So I like that because I can do all those things. And I've, yes. been, I've, been working on doing, I've been working on doing that too. I just, I also think too, that sometimes it just, as you know, as we go through, you know, thirties and our forties and our fifties, you know, and things shift too. I think that these things that you're talking about become more, even more important as we're getting a little bit older, just because I think it's harder you know, just to lose weight a little bit as you get older, just because you get off track a lot more and it's not as top of mind as it is more or less when you're, when you're younger, so to speak. It is. And the thing is with fitness and health in general, there is not one right thing or magic thing that you need to do to help you get a higher metabolism. Um, it all works together. So it's not just one good night of sleep. It's not just eating well, it's everything combined. Cool. Cool. All right. Now, this is another one that a couple of people in my group asked on a couple of different occasions, and they wanted to know, are there different exercises that you need to do to lose belly fat? Because when we're shifting and we're going from the, through the perimenopause and we're going into menopause, the fat shifts from our thighs to our, you know, to our bellies, and they're finding it kind of hard to lose that weight around there. And so they're asking, you know, is there anything that they can do to help lose that belly fat faster or easier? Yeah, absolutely. So one of my favorite things to do is walk outside and um, power walking. So not just like a leisurely walk at the mall, but just walk with a purpose, like you have somewhere to be and um, you know, 30 to 40 minutes, even up to an hour walking is so good for you and you really can't overdo it. 
but walking helps burn fat more than a lot of other exercises. And also in addition to walking, lifting weights, and don't be afraid to challenge yourself ladies with lifting a little bit heavier. When you build muscle that helps burn fat in your body. So lifting weights, having a good routine of weightlifting at home or at the gym will really help burn fat and belly fat included. Oh, that's good. That's good too. Yeah. Because I think sometimes, you know, we get stuck, our ladies get stuck in a rut, you know, and we kind of just do the same thing over and over again. And that's why ladies, that's why it is so good to have a coach. Okay. Like Steph who can help you get over those plateaus and things, because I know that sometimes when I go to the gym, I think I know what I'm doing, or sometimes I'll just, I'll look at other people and see what they're doing and go, okay, I'll, I'll do that too. But that's not necessarily always the right thing that you should be doing for yourself. So, you know, if you're not making progress, always look to getting a coach, get some help, you know, to help you get where you need to go. But, oh, power walking. I do that every day. So that's a good thing. I know you do. It's amazing. (laughs) So walking is really good. And I tell, and I tell people too, you know, walking is cheap. And it's easy and you don't have to have any special equipment. You don't have to have anybody. You can just put your headphones in and pop out and go do walking. You can do it even while you're at work too, sometimes because I do it as well. So cool. Yeah. And you can mix it up too. You can, you know, take your dog for a walk. You can go walking with friends. You can listen to, like you said, a, a podcast or an audiobook. book. Um, you can always make it different and change it up. Yeah, that's cool. Cause I, I, yeah, it's one of my favorite things to talk about. So I'm glad that you said that it makes me happy. All right. So next they want to know is how often should you change up your workout routine? And I want to know this too. So it really depends if you, if what you're doing right now works for you and you enjoy it, there's no reason to change it up. What I do want you to do is if you are doing a weightlifting routine, you want to increase the weights that you use. So continue to challenge yourself. If you have been doing workouts for a month and you're still lifting the same weights, go up and wait, challenge yourself. Even if you don't do the same amount of reps of an exercise, if you go down in reps, but increase the weight, um, that is amazing. That's a great way to get out of a plateau. If you have been doing a type of workout, like let's say weightlifting at the gym and you are getting tired of the routine, I suggest you find a fitness class that you really want to try or something that excites you because you want fitness to be enjoyable. And that, so you find something that you're excited about and that will kind of spark the interest in fitness again and just change up the routine. It's always good to try something new. Okay, so you say, okay, so you said that once about every month, like if we're doing like five pounds, we should try to go to 10 pounds. And if we can't do as many reps, then we just drop the reps, but it's important to keep moving the weight up and just doing less reps Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be like a five pound difference. It could be like one pound, two pounds. If you can do five pounds, that's great, but it doesn't need to be drastic like that. Just gradual increases to challenge yourself. Okay, cool. All right. So this, this, I just want to ask you this off the thing, if you have an answer for this too. So what do you think, do you think that that muscle confusion, they have that theory, you know, that you muscle confusion, like you, one day you do this, the next day you do something else. And the next day you do something else. So, because if you're always doing the same thing all the time, your body kind of gets used to it. Is that true? That's a myth. (laughs) So your muscles can't really get confused. You can't confuse them. Um, it is really about, again, increasing your weights. I actually like to do the same type of workout several times and just challenge myself with increasing my weight. That is when you will get stronger. 
you will get more confident and have better form. Constantly changing up your routine isn't really better. I suggest doing the opposite, just sticking with something that works for you and doing it for a while. Cool. But I think it is cool. I think it is cool to change it up for your mental health and just um, being able to stick to health for long term. It is good to go out for a hike. It's good to, you know, go for a run um, every so often and just do something different. So that way you don't get bored. Definitely. Yeah. I think that, I think that's kind of like what it is too. Like with me, sometimes I get bored really easy, but I do like mastering a certain thing and I'll challenge myself to kind of get that down. And I think it's much easier for most people to just, you know, stick, have the same kind of routine, like you were saying, but just maybe increase the weights or add one new thing at a time. So they're not like constantly overhauling it and having to learn new things because it does get confusing, you know? Um, All right. So another question that I have you here, I'm going to pick your brain. Okay. Just (laughs) myself. Um, I know we didn't talk about this either, but I know you know the answer. So should you, when you go work out, should you have like one day that is like, okay, you do arms day. And then one day that maybe is abs day or one day is legs day, or does it matter if you in the same workout are doing three different like arms, legs, and you know, and back or whatever they do. Cause I know that there's like, I see all these people and they go, Oh, I'm, I'm working on my back today. So it's just back day or today I'm just working on my shoulders and then they'll do legs on another day. So I always kind of get confused. Is it okay to do it all at one time? Or should you, do you get better results when you specifically focus on an area and just work on that, that day? Between full body workouts and just one type of area, um, it really depends on your preference. I have clients that love full body workouts and I schedule them on non-consecutive days. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's completely fine and you will get really great results if you do full body workouts, but just make sure that you're not working your back twice, you know, two days in a row. Okay, cool. I also love scheduling different body parts too. So like Monday would be leg day, Tuesday, back and biceps, Wednesday, shoulders, and you get amazing results with that as well. But I think for the most part, when I create workout programs, it comes down to the goals of the bride that I work with. I work with brides, for those of you that don't know, and, um, and how much time they have. Because a full body workout is very efficient. If you don't have a lot of time to go to the gym every week, I suggest doing full body workouts three days a week. That will be great. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because, you know, our listeners, they're pretty busy businesswomen like yourself and they have a, you know, and the number one thing I get is, you know, you hear, I don't have time. Um, I'm busy. And, you know, people just, they have to, first of all, we know that you and I talk about, we have to schedule things. So they have to, I talked about scheduling their fitness in there. And I think that's the simpler, the better. So if they did it like a couple times a week, like you're saying, I think that that would probably help them overall to kind of see results in different areas faster. Right. Exactly. And full body workouts, I tend to see that most clients think that they're the most interesting because the workouts, the exercises in the workout change, and you're not just focusing on legs or whatever. So it just gives you more variety within that session. Oh, cool. Cool too. Okay. All right. So then after moving from that, so 
is there a better time to do exercise? Because again, you know, you, you read all these things and, and these people say, oh, it's best to time to exercise in the morning. And then some people say it's better to exercise at night. So what's your take on, on all of that too? For results, there is no best time. Whatever time works best for you is the best time. But personally, I think that morning workouts work best. That is mainly because when you get your workout done in the morning, you just don't have to think about it the rest of the day. Plus you start the day feeling super accomplished and you checked it off the list already. And that way you get to stay consistent. And with anything, consistency is key. When you get your workout done in the morning, it's out of the way and you just feel good about yourself. That's why I think morning workouts are better. Cool. Yeah. I do them in the morning because it's cool, <laughs> temperature wise. But see, ladies, she said the C word. She said consistency. So as with anything, you have to be consistent, you know, and it doesn't have to be like she said, every single day you can do a full body like three days a week, you know, but you have to put it in there. You have to make the effort and be consistent if you ever want to see any change, because, you know, so many of us and you, you know this because there's a, there's a new diet that comes out every six months, you know, a new plan. It's try this, it's try that, do this and that. And people are so yo-yo bouncing all over the place with their metabolism and what they're doing that they're never consistent. And that lack of consistency leads to worsening, you know, of plateaus and of reaching their goals. Uh, had they just done a little bit you know, all the time and kept going, you know, because we have this thing in our mind, I'm, I'm sure that you do too, as women, you know, we think, oh, we have to have this big whole thing. We have to work out for two hours in the gym. If we want to see, you know, um, any kind of improvement, um, we look at other people and then we do the comparison type of game and go, you know, oh, I should be doing what she's doing because she looks fabulous, you know, but, and we don't realize that maybe she's been exercising and doing that for a whole lot longer. She has a different body composition, you know, and we have to take our personal like you said, look at each person individually and see how, what's best for us. Exactly. And also a side note, everything that you see the influencers promoting on, on the internet is not always what they actually do. If they are promoting Pilates, ab-focused workouts, something, you know, that you're like, oh my gosh, I need to do that in order to look like them. They might not actually be following that plan and they're just creating it for content. So keep that in mind when you're following someone on social media and thinking that's what you need to do to look like them. Yeah. I always wonder like people, you always see those ads, like the Bowflex ads and everything. And I'm like, um, I tell my friends, oh, you know why they have that pumped person look there? Because they, they want you to, to associate, oh, if I use this machine, I will look like that because they never have anybody who is overweight, out of shape or anything, doing any of those exercise machines, you know, it's that subliminal thing, you know? So yeah, definitely. Cause you can easily get in a trap when you look on social media and all that other kind of stuff and think you need to be like that person. And you're right. They're probably not even doing what they're, what they, what they're advertising. So it's cool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyways, okay. So this is also the big question here. So what's the number one thing that you see in like all of your women that you've coached, what do you see as the number one thing that women struggle with the most? I mean, is it, do you think it's a combination of mindset? Do you think it's a combination of not putting in the time and the effort or, you know, from your opinion, what do you, what do you see? And they say, and you, you kind of, kind of come down to a thing that you kind of put together and you talk to them about that particular thing. Most women come to me and tell me, how do I get motivated? And I think that there's 
it's really difficult to hear that because personally, I don't think that there's such a thing as feeling motivated to get your workout done and do it consistently. It's about discipline, not about motivation. I rarely feel motivated to get up at 5 a.m. and do my workout. It's my discipline that I have created a habit and it's a habit of mine to get up, to you know, do something that makes me feel good. But it just comes down to discipline. So it's it's hard to tell them to you know keep at it and um, you know stick to it, and eventually it will become a habit. And when it's a habit, you'll be disciplined to get it done, and you'll want to because it's part of your daily routine. But it is it is good to feel motivated by something if you do have a goal. If you have an event coming up and you want to look good for it and feel good for that event, but that does, that's not always there and you can't always rely on it. Definitely. That's why I tell my clients as you know, is to focus on have a, a really hardcore center. Why, you know, deep down, not just some fluff, like I want to look good in a bikini this summer, but something really that's inside. That's very personal because you're right. If, you know, I don't know many people. I mean, there's probably maybe 2% of the population that love to go exercise. Now, I don't like to do it either, but, you know, I just know that I, it's something that I need to do and I just put it in my thing and I, I just get it done. You know, even like um, for me, you know, you know that it's walking and I walk usually five miles every day and it's, it's some days it's hot. It's very, we have a lot, it's just humid. And there's days like, I'm like, I just don't want to do it. But I'm like, nope, I'm just going to put on my tennis shoes. I just do it. And I just do it, even though it's hot out or whatever, or it's raining or whatnot. It's just because number one, I always feel like, and I'm sure that you hear this too, you know, or you, or you feel the same way. Once you get it done, you always feel good after you get it done, right? You feel better. You have that energy and you go, yeah, I accomplished that. It's just sometimes getting started. But I think that, you know, you, like you said, it's just discipline because, um, what was it? I think it was this quote by John. Oh yeah. John Maxwell. He said, um, what he said, he said, it's not that it's not so much a feeling, you know, you, yes, you feel good when you're healthy, but it's not necessarily a feeling. It's more of a doing is what he said. And I really like that kind of thing, you know, that we all have to put in the effort. And I think that, you know, it's just a matter of really sitting down and, um, you know, and kind of maybe you're on this too, like what your priorities are, right? Exactly. And there are no quick fixes. So at the end of the day, it comes down to really doing the work, like you said. Yeah. Oh yeah. The magic bullet thing. I'm sure you get that all the time too. You know, what's the one thing I can do that I can go to bed and tomorrow I'll look really good. All right. There's no one thing. And if someone's telling you that you better run because it's not true. Definitely. And I think that people too, I think, I think all these fad diets, you know, you can chime in here too. I think all these fad diets give people these, this false sense of that it's easy or whatever. And people don't really look at like, I, I think that weight loss and I try to talk to my clients and you can tell me if I'm wrong here or not, that weight loss, you know, is a, it is comp, it is complicated and it's very different for each and every person because, you know, we all have different DNA. We all have different makeups. We all have different things that we like to do. All of our lives are different. And based on all of that is how you have to come up with something that's going to work for you. And I think so much of the time we're so busy looking at everybody else and wanting to do what everybody else is doing. And then we don't get the results. And then they kind of go, oh, I tried that and it didn't work. You know, oh, I tried that and it didn't work. Instead of, you know, really focusing and getting help on finding some a solution or a plan that works specifically for that. Absolutely. And that's why I think it's so important to work with a coach 
to have a personalized plan for you because yeah. everyone's different. You can't just do a cookie cutter fitness or health plan and think that it'll work the same for everyone. It might not work for you. And that's why it's important to work with a professional. So things are tailored exactly to you and your needs and your goals and are way likely to hit that goal. Yeah, definitely too. What do you think about HIT? I think HIT is good. Um, it's not something I focus on. I think weightlifting is definitely going to get you better results. I think HIT is good to they can burn more calories and it does work your muscles as well, but it's not a main focus. Okay. Yeah. So I was reading an article too, that especially like for some of us women who are, you know, who are a little bit older, <laughs> you know, that it's very important for, especially for women as you get older to, to build some muscle and to have muscle on your, on your, on your frame, not only just for, um, for burning, but because, you know, like for balance, um, if you fall to be able to get up, to be able to kind of just do all the activities, you know, of daily living that you need to do that require you to have some physical resistance in doing all of that. Exactly. Like what you just said about balance too, as you, as you age, you, it's never too late to start lifting weights. I even encourage my grandma to start lifting a few pounds and she's never exercised before, but it is important to lift weights so you can increase your bone density and stay healthy and, um, you know, just prevent any injuries too. Yeah, definitely. Cause I think when you, when you get older and you, and if you're on the floor, you need to be able to get yourself up off the floor, or if you ever fell, you know, to help yourself. And if you don't have that upper body strength, you know, like that's what I talked to my mom about too, because it's like one time she was, she got on the floor with one of her great grandkids and, you know, she just doesn't have, she doesn't have that strength to get herself up, you know? So we've been kind of working on just sitting in the chair with even a, she had, I bought her this um, two pound dumbbell. And she just sits there and kind of does this, you know, trying to just even to keep her body moving. And I've been making her get up and walk just because, you know, sitting all day is not good for our bodies either. And busy business women and, you know, and even brides in your case, you know, they're busy, they're doing life. And they're probably, you know, probably the majority of, of America sits for like more than half their day, you know, and so it's important that you get up and that you have to move your body somewhere because it can, it's just never was meant to be a sedentary thing. I know I, I like to do 10 squats every hour or get up and walk around my house a few times and even do some stretches like arm stretches to get the blood flowing. Yep. Another thing, as you age, it's very important to focus on mobility and flexibility in addition to weightlifting. So working on just being able to move your body in all sorts of ways and um, just to keep the mobility up because that does decrease. Yeah, it does. And I, I, I talked to a lot of my clients too, who have, you know, they have osteoarthritis and they're, and they're like, oh, I'm in pain. And I'm like, well, you have to keep your body moving. You're going to be in more pain if you just sat around with your arthritis and then you go to try to get up and do something, you know, because like, you know, the old saying, a body in motion stays in motion and a body at rest stays at rest. So our yes. bodies are machines, even though people don't like to think of it like that. And they need to be exercised and, and worked out and kept up just like you would keep up your car or anything else. You got to keep this up. But I think, you know, people just let this go by the wayside, you know, and they just don't want to put in the work, but they'll put in the work for other things. You know, we talk about this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, but the body is the biggest and best machine that you do need to take care of. Yeah. 
Okay, so now I want to ask you, okay, so does it really matter, you know, what you eat if you are exercising? Because this is another big question that I get from people all the time. They'll go, oh, well, you know, I eat, but I, but I also exercise. So they feel like they can just eat anything that they want. Does what you put on the end of your fork, does it make a difference if you're exercising? Oh, yes, it does. I have tried the, you know, work out and eat whatever you want plan, and it doesn't work. <laughs> um, you need to focus on nutrition the most, more than exercise if you want to see results. Nutrition is so important to feeling good and seeing the results from your hard work, from your exercise. You can't out-train a bad diet. Oh, there you said it. See, the magic <laughs> is not out-train a bad diet. You know, so what do you think? Okay, so in, in a simplistic terms, what kind of is like, should women be looking for in, a, in, in putting nutrition together? Like, throughout their day? Is there, is there so, is there a, a, do you do like the 30, 30, 30? Do you think that there's so much protein a woman needs to eat uh, during the day, especially if you're muscle building, do you need to eat more if you're muscle building to work out, to um, keep up with your metabolism or give us a little clue on that? Yes. If you are lifting weights, you do want to focus on eating more protein. So the baseline of protein is 0.08 okay. times uh, your weight in kilograms. Okay, cool but you do want to have more than that. So that is like the baseline of protein that you should have a day. You want to aim for a little bit higher to build muscle. And in general, when you are thinking of your, your nutrition for the day, think about balanced meals. Think about having a meal with protein, veggies, healthy carbs, and you'll be all set. You don't need to do anything crazy, like counting macros or doing a special diet, unless your doctor is telling you to do so. I, I think that just eating whole, clean foods, balanced meals is the best way to go. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think it's just like, but for some, you know, for whatever reason, people think that, oh, and they, they, they like to term, oh, I'm following this plan or I'm following the keto. And it's kind of like, I think sometimes it gives them some reassurance or whatever, or something. But I think if, like you said, if people just went back to the basics and really just focused on eating better, exercising better, like you said, sleeping better, you know, watching the stress and doing all those type of things, I think that we'd find, you know, in cutting out alcohol, I mean, it, you're not going to cut it out totally. We're not going to cut out stress totally, as we've talked about several times, but just trying to find ways to like make your lifestyle healthier. It's just going to be a benefit all the way around. And I think that, you know, unfortunately we tend to be in a society where it's like, you know, it's all or none. It never seems like it's in the middle. It's like either you do nothing or you do it all. And if you don't do it all, then you're just back to over here. Then you're beating yourself up and women do this, especially, you know what I mean? Yeah. The all or nothing um, thing that I hear all the time too. A lot of women tell me, Oh, I'm all or nothing. And it doesn't have to be that way. You can have a treat once or twice a week and still eat mostly healthy. And I encourage that because you don't want to feel deprived in anything that you're doing. And if you aren't allowing yourself to have, you know, your favorite dessert every once in a while, then you will fall off of your plan and you don't want to do that. Yeah, I definitely, I think that it's, you know, you just have to do life and you have to think of exercise as just part of doing life you know, and that is something that you just do every day. 
and you eat healthy or you try to eat healthier every day, just like you would, you know, if you get up and you go to the work every day or you go to your job or you go to your, or you go to your business or whatever, you know, you just have to put the effort into that as much, because I think like for you, like, you know, when you have, when we have more energy, you can do uh, all those other things so much better and you're not going to get it by sitting on a couch, unfortunately, you know, and we have such an obesity crisis. It's sad to say, you know, here in America, um, I had this patient the other day and she's like, she's, she was only like, um, I think what seven and her mom brought her in. And so we did her blood work and her, I mean, her cholesterol was really high and she's only seven. And she's like, kind of not, not like overly grossly obese, but she was like, you know, overweight, you know, and I just have, you know, it's, it's hard to talk to parents and tell them, you know, you need to kind of help your children not to be overweight because if they're this overweight at seven, what are they going to be when they're like 10? And then when they're 15, it's going to be so much harder for them to get it off when they're older. And then they can't run and play and do all those things. But um, yeah, it just, it just takes a lot of effort today because I think we're so bombarded and you probably agree with this. You know, you, every ad on TV is about junk food. I mean, we really don't see a lot of stuff that points us to a healthy, <laughs> a healthy direction. Yes. And even with kids, now everything is, you know, being on your phone or iPad, not playing outside and um, snacking on junk food. And it's unfortunate. And like you said, it comes down to mindset, mindset about fitness, being part of your daily routine, not something extra that you do or that you have to do because someone told you that you have to. It's just part of what you do to feel good. Yeah. And so um, talk to me a little bit about this for the last few minutes here too. Okay. So I know that you work with brides and stuff like that, but talk to me like, and talk to women too, because the last podcast that we, that we did a podcast ago was I was talking about, you know, getting an accountability partner and about getting a coach. So, you know, why I want, I, I really like to emphasize this because I want women to know, you know, we're not just saying that because we want people to open up their wallets and spend money, but why is it important to get guidance to get you on that right road and, you know, or to have an accountability partner that you check in with? I think it's important for everyone to have an accountability partner to check in with. Even trainers like myself have their own trainers or a dietitian that they work with. I work with a dietitian myself and I know from firsthand that when she told me, when she suggested for me to do something like eat more vegetables, I know that you know, I think of her and I think, oh yeah, she's going to be so proud of me when I have done this. And it's just an extra sense of accomplishment to share that with someone else. And it can really help you on your journey because you know, you're not alone. There's someone else there cheering you on and wanting you to be successful. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, um, you know, like I said, I, when I, I hired somebody to, you know, to help with things when I want it, when I don't know all the answers, I want to make sure that I'm doing it right. So I hire a coach just to kind of, you know, get all the answers right, get myself on the right track, get myself going in that direction, get stabilized in that direction. And you don't have to do it like, you know, for, for forever, but you can, because I just think that it helps when you have somebody who's already been there and has already done it. And they're setting up a specific plan for you. And so you're just not winging it, you know, thinking like, like I was, I had gone to the gym for like a year and I was doing all this stuff and I really wasn't seeing much of anything. So this was like, this was pre-pandemic. And then my friend, um, Celeste and I, cause she wanted to get in, she wanted to get in shape and everything. I said, okay, let's just hire a trainer for a year so that we can kind of understand, because I want to know, am I doing, am I lifting these weights the right way? 
Am I doing it the positioning right? Because there's no sense. I mean, sometimes you go to the gym and you'll see these big burly guys, you know, and they're just like whacking that machine, you know, and that, and that, and that, and you're like, I don't think that's the right form that you should be doing, just throwing it around like that, I, you know? <laughs> so, you know, and then you do that and you're doing it wrong. And number one, you can get hurt. And number two, you don't see any progression. I mean, I, when I was doing it by myself, just piecing it all together at, at the end of a year, I really didn't see much of any difference really where I wanted to be. And I was like, oh God, I just, I just put in all that eff- all the effort that I thought, and I was making effort, but it just wasn't amounting to results. Right. And you have to think about what's gotten you here, what you've done to get you here. It won't get you to, you know, your goal is if, if you have been trying all these different plans and doing it on your own and not being successful, a coach will help you get there. And you need uh, that professional to help you get to your goals. I definitely. So any last parting words of wisdom that you want to talk to us about um, that, you know, any little secrets or fitness things, anything, you know, <laughs> tell them where, you know, where they can find you. I mean, I know that you do strictly like brides. So ladies, even though Steph does brides, if you know of any brides getting married, any bridesmaids, any mothers of the brides or anybody that, you know, is looking to get in better shape for their wedding, that's where she focuses. Um, so you can just, you know, you can follow her. She's going to give us all her info but she's just a good source of knowledge too. And I know that if you follow her on Instagram or wherever um, she, and you ask her a question, she'd be more than happy to answer any of your questions and stuff. But how can they follow you? And then um, any parting words of wisdom, what would you tell women today? Um, just, you know, words of encouragement, I guess. That's what we like to do, give each other encouragement. <laughs> of course. My encouragement would be that it is not as hard as it might seem. And just start small, start making small, healthy habits, small changes, one day, one step at a time, and you will get there. If you try to change your whole routine in one week, it's, yeah. it might not last. So try making small changes gradually and you will get there. Um, but you guys can find me at Stephanie Thomas Fitness on Instagram. And pretty much anywhere, Stephanie Thomas Fitness, uh, my website, stephaniethomasfitness.com. You can send me a message on Facebook or Instagram anytime, and I would be happy to help. And even though I do work with primarily people getting ready for a wedding, a lot of other women still come to me, and I just love working with women. Um, So even if you're not a bride or a bridesmaid, feel free to reach out. Yeah, definitely, ladies do. And She's got some really, really great resources on her website. So check that out. She's got guides and you can just, you know, you can hit her up. She's got this great um, group coaching program. She does great one-on-one coaching and just, you know, I think that it helps to have somebody in your corner, especially I think with fitness and with health, especially today, ladies, the number one thing that you can do to, you know, I, I call it, we're going into a recession if we're not already there with the world, the world is really changing. And, you know, we've come out of stressful times. We've been in three years of very stressful times with the, with the pandemic. And now with the recession and gas prices and everything, more things are going to be even coming our way. And the best thing that you can do to like help yourself stay healthy, decrease the stress is through exercise. And, you know, it's not easy, but if you have somebody by your side to help you like Steph and just get words of encouragement or follow um, her on Instagram, because she gives these great graphics every single week, you know, of things to do. They're simple and you can do them. And um, she has a great group on Facebook where she does nutrition plans. She gives a monthly meal plan. So there's a lot of good things, 
But like she said, small, simple steps every day add up and compound to huge things over time. And now more than ever, you, I'm just telling you, you need to get your body healthy. You need to be healthy inside and out and work and exercise is like one of the number one things for, you know, for better mental health. It just helps with endorphins and there's just nothing that's going to take its place ever. And I think that's why, you know, ever since the beginning of time, you know, man has been walking, exercising, and doing all kinds of things is because the body needs it. And it's a, it's a great outlet for, for stress, for anxiety, it helps with depression, it helps with all kinds of different things. So please go follow her, hook up with her, ask her questions if you have any, and then we will be meeting back here next week, ladies. So again, Steph, thanks so much for being on the podcast and um, we will catch you later. And you know what I always say, ladies, I love you. Thank you for listening. Please go and leave us a rating review on um, over on iTunes. It helps the podcast move up. Follow us at Well Woman Network over on Instagram and join Well Woman, Net- well Woman 360 on Facebook if you want to join our group. But until next week, ladies, may God richly bless your life and bye for now.